The following is a special bonus episode of Across the Street, Across the Country, a production of DKI Canada. It's an eerie, almost surreal sight, sights plural actually, a movie theater with its outside signs still lit up and cars in the parking lot half submerged by flooding waters. A restaurant patio floating away because of the same flooding in the Halifax and Sackville areas of Nova Scotia. And then there are, of course, the homes. Basements flooded, families evacuated. In two days in this part of Nova Scotia, the amount of rain it normally receives in three months, it got it in two days. DKI is there too to respond to help. Sean Delory and Josh Defoe had just returned to their respective homes in southern Ontario following a week in Montreal, helping DKI Refexio deal with that city's major flooding when they had to pack up or I guess not unpack, likely, and then head out right to Nova Scotia. Sean and Josh join me now via Zoom in Bedford, Nova Scotia. Hey guys, I really appreciate you finding the time right now because no doubt you just want to kind of mentally decompress at the end of the day. So thanks for making time for me. It's our pleasure, of course. Tell, tell me a little bit about where, where you just came from, what your day has been like. And I know it's about, it's evening there now, but and it sounds like your day just wrapped up. What has the day well, been like for no, you? Not wrapped up yet. <laughs> no, okay. But that's okay. Well, we do, we save the night times. We do our um, daily briefs and and just uh, getting things organized for the next day and customers and paperwork, things like that. So yeah, today just uh, did a bunch of residential, did a lot of residential assignments. We had a, we had a number of our crews fly in today. So we had a little bit of logistics to, to deal with today as well, just getting people set up and vehicles and their hotels and whatnot. Yeah, but mostly residential combination of the different types of losses we're seeing between sewer backups, accumulation of surface water just pouring in through the houses, through windows, doors, walls. Yeah, some pump failures. So it's been a, it's been a bit of everything. And when that was just a lightning strike, all the electronics were all uh, were all blown and fried. Now, when we last spoke for the previous episode, you were very almost philosophical about having to forego the holidays. You even you know gave up uh, tickets to a Jays game so you could rush out to Montreal to assist the DKI folks in Montreal with claims related to the floods there. Now, I'm hoping you can be completely candid here. What was your mindset when you pulled into your driveway at home thinking, okay, now I can just kind of relax for a couple of days? I actually had really good ball tickets again for this weekend coming up for uh, the Angels to see Shohei Otani. So I had to give them up again, uh, which is okay. As soon as I get home, I think it was, I'm not sure what time I get home, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, something like that. I literally just sat in my front room, you know, hugged my kids, my wife, and sat down for a minute. Literally picked up a guitar, just kind of strum and decompress. And I just, I happened to see messages on my phone. I said, wow, not again. So, and I literally did an unpack. I took things out of my bag that were dirty. I washed them and put them right back in my suitcase. Hmm. Josh, I know your drive home was a little bit closer in the Oshawa area. Were you able to unpack? I'm just wondering where where your head was at. What was going through your mind when you pulled in at home with your family to go, okay, great. Now I can just kind of, I, I can take a breath here. Well, for me, it wasn't, I didn't really find out until I guess it was the uh, following day when Sean messaged us uh, asking or saying that Halifax had been hit bad and uh, we may need to respond again. So I had a little bit of time to unpack. As most again, it was mostly just taking dirty laundry out, throwing it in the wash, kind of washing it, about to put it away, but then having to put it back in a suitcase to go again. So, I mean, it, it, for me, it is what it is, right? It's, it's part of the job. We're here to help the members uh, in their local areas. It's uh, it comes, yeah. We're we are DKI corporate, but we're here to help out members from across the country. So whether it's 
Halifax or Montreal or out west. I guess we do what we can to help everyone out. So, Sean, because you just come from the major floods in Montreal, I just wonder, did that help prepare you at all for what you were going to face in Nova Scotia? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it always does. I thought it would be cooler here, but it's uh, probably the same temperatures. A little bit different, I guess. We had, uh, obviously, language barrier a little bit in Montreal. So I think we expected uh, expect a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but a little bit easier just to manage. And uh, so far, it's that's been all right. The traffic's a lot better here, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, a lot more people have been hit here. Not only that, but they also had the wildfires earlier this year. They had the hurricane at the end of last year. So I think it, all these cats are just wearing on the the people who live here. So don't get me wrong, they're all like they're all great so far. They've all been very understanding, uh, very appreciative of us coming out. But yeah, you can just tell that they're kind of tired of uh, everything going on. So I want to know how you guys are. Do you feel a little tired and worn down, or I, I'm sure you're still running on adrenaline? But how long can that last before? you you kind of hit a wall honestly i don't know denny um i've been doing this a long time and i've responded to a lot of cats i think usually after the three week mark people start you start seeing people really kind of tired and hitting walls i don't know if it's different for a for a dki other than contractors i can't speak for them but i think for us we really have uh, we really believe in what we do and we really have a, a passion for helping communities and helping those in need honestly I, anybody i talk to we always just seem to put that stuff first and we know we'll have time to relax and we'll have time with our family and which is fortunate we have, you know, understanding families for that. So we're here to, to serve the communities and, and help our members out wherever we need to. So now I know you've only been there for a short time, Josh, but is there anything you've seen that stands out as a unique situation to you where you went, okay, this is, this is big and this is different. Um, I would say not so much in the water sense as of yet, but I mean, you can still see the impact that the fires had on them. Like driving down some of the back roads, you can still see the charred forest and whatnot. But uh, as of right now, I, I wouldn't say anything in terms of the uh, floods as of yet, other than just the sheer quantity that we've uh, we've gotten. So, how about you, Sean? Uh, you, I know you've been in the game a long time, but there's got there have to be times when you come across something like this and go, "Okay, this this is different. This is we can meet the challenge, but this is going to be different." One of the differences with this one is. Um, you know, they had the missing people, uh, puts the, makes things real a little bit. You know, and in fact, it does affect the community. I mean, every house I've gone to, everybody I've talked to that was always brought up. So, you know, fortunately, a lot of the things that we do, there aren't typically casualties. When you have that, that, you know, it does put a damper on it. Makes you think twice, I guess. How do you compartmentalize that, Josh? To, because you still have a job to do it, to just know you have to acknowledge it. You have to be sympathetic to the people you're seeing. But, you know, you've still got that job that you have to do. So how do you negotiate all of that, Josh? Uh, I think it's just being understanding and listening to our, to the homeowners, right? To our insureds, um, letting them vent, letting them share how they're feeling about the situation, about what's going on, and just being there to reassure them that we're here to help them and we're here to get them back to their normal, what they know to, know to be normal. It's still early days there. And I, you know, I, you see the images on, on the screen of what they're dealing with, but can you point to a couple of success stories, a couple of maybe instances today where you thought, okay, we're making progress here. I think um, just the positivity and appreciation that we've had from the members. I think us just showing up, we arrived this morning at one o'clock, one thirty. you know, a lot of people still won't be seen, but I think even just showing up and contacting them, I think we've contacted probably everybody now so far, and we've got to see a number of people. They're very appreciative. I, I think that's, that's already a win. I mean, we have crews on the ground. 
Uh, we have full teams here now, lots of, you know, all the equipment, everything we need. So definitely a win. I think we're, we, we mobilize fast and we acted fast and we dealt with our clients quickly. So, you know, that's, I think it's positive. We've, we've already, you know, cleaned up some basements already today and, and then a full, real full day tomorrow. So yeah. definitely a, a brighter day. What's that like for you, Josh, when you see that family looking at their basement and the water's coming out and it's, it's not going to be normal, I'm sure for a little while to just watch the family, their expression on their faces as you're returning some sense of normalcy to their home. Well, like Sean said, it's just a, it's a, a face of gratification and a great face of uh, appreciation. Even in my experience, like today, uh, talking with some of them, just sharing how we, we even came in from Toronto. Uh, I think it, they realized how grave and how large the situation is. And I think they appreciate even more that they've now been seen and their home is getting addressed. So it's a good feeling when they when they you see that look on their face. Best of luck, guys, and uh, uh, I hope you get home when safely, of course. But I, I hope that when you do get home, you do have a few moments to just take a breath and uh, and decompress. Well, thank you, thank you very much. My thanks to Sean Delory for making time for me twice in the past few days, and to Josh Defoe. Both men were in Montreal just last week assisting with the restoration claims in that city following major flooding. Then they were barely back to their respective homes in southern Ontario before they were, once again, heading to another natural disaster and the restorations it required, this time in Nova Scotia. They are true examples of what DKI is all about, providing services to insurance, commercial and residential clients from coast to coast. Whether it's an emergency response, water damage mitigation, fire and contents cleaning, mold remediation or a complete reconstruction, DKI members are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you're ever in need of emergency assistance, the number is 1-855-DKI-TODAY. That's 1-855-354-2329. This has been a special bonus episode of Across the Street, Across the Country. You can check out all of our previous episodes on your favorite streaming platform. My name is Denny Grignon. Talk to you soon. Get some sleep and have, right. a, have a Don Air if you can find one. I just uh, I just bought the boys some surprises, actually. So they never had one before. Make sure they get it before this episode airs. I may let that one out of the bag, as it were. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs>